0: This isn't how it was supposed to go. I'm James Rapine. This is an emergency edition of the Locked on Reds podcast. It's great to be with you on a Thursday morning. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and as always, check out LockedOnReds.com. The Reds have fired manager Brian Price. They've moved on from Mac Jenkins, who let's be honest, you probably don't know who that is. Mac Jenkins is the pitching coach, but yeah, the Reds have moved on from Brian Price, and I'm sure a lot of you are saying, finally, the Reds have moved on from a manager who means about as much to the Reds' success as you or I. I'm James Rapine, great to be with you, and if that's any indication of how I feel about this, if it gives you any indication... I'm not happy. I think this was stupid. I think he's the fall guy. I think it's the definition of the fall guy. I don't think Brian Price ever had a chance. Yes, I will be critical of Brian Price on one thing. I will get to that in six minutes. But by God, what did you want him to do? What did you want Brian Price to do? What did you want Price to do differently? We can examine every little move and say we disagree with that or we disagree with this. And there's plenty I've disagreed with about Brian Price and the way he's managed over the past four plus years. But at the end of the day, did he ever have a chance? Do we even know if Brian Price is a good manager or not? I'll answer that question for you. No, we don't. We have no idea. We're never going to know. He's probably never going to get another manager job. And the Reds, well, they move on. Reds general manager Dick Williams said this in a statement from the Reds. At this time, we felt the change needed to happen in order to begin the process of getting this team back on the right track. We realize it is early in the season, but feel it is important to be proactive. Said Dick Williams. In addition to these staff changes, we will continue to examine all aspects of baseball operations to ensure we are doing everything we can to improve. The Reds named bench coach Jim Riggleman as interim manager. Class uh, AAA Louisville manager Pat Kelly will be promoted to serve as interim bench bench coach. Excuse me. In AA Pensacola pitching coach Danny Darwin will be the Reds' major league pitching coach. And uh, I'm not going to act like I know a lot about Danny Darwin or Pat Kelly. Even Jim Riggleman, for that matter, I know he obviously has uh, managerial experience. Here's what I do know. This doesn't feel good to me. This doesn't feel right. It doesn't make sense to me. And, yeah, you're going to say, look, he's, they're 3-15. and 15. They needed to make a move. Okay. They needed to make a move. I don't want my front office being that way. I don't want my front office to react to public pressure. I don't want my front office to go into a season saying, hey, you're our guy, 18 games in, as bad as these 18 games are, reacting to that. Oddly enough, Brian Price managed a total of 666 games for the Cincinnati Reds. 387 of them were losses, 279 of them were wins. That's a winning percentage of 419. So 42% of the time, Price won. 58% of the time, he lost. He hasn't won more than 68 games since his first year as manager when they went 76 and 86. And you might be saying, well, yeah, see, he's lost. He's had an opportunity. 2014 to now, he hasn't done anything to show he could manage. Okay. Who would do better? Who would do better? The fact that they're willing to make this move now, in, in my mind, it just, it's bad. It's bad, it's bad, it's bad. It's even worse because as of three days ago, and I might be wrong on this now, but uh, this courtesy of my guy Lance McAllister at 700 WLW, the Reds have used 82 pitchers during the Brian Price era. 82. He counts 82 pitchers, including 35 different starting pitchers. Some are retired. Some are out of the country. Colin Ballester, you know him. Trevor Bell, know him. Remember Lizaverto Benilla, he's in Korea. Jake Buchanan with the Diamondbacks in AAA. Alejandro Schocken with the Sugarland Skeeters in the Atlantic League. Plenty of guys, plenty of players, plenty of rebuilding pieces that Brian Price never got to reap the, the rewards of the fruits of. And this is because the front office failed. The front office failed. And Price, think about this. In 14, his best season, they used eight starters. Since then, 14 starting pitchers in 15, 15 starting pitchers in 16, 16 starting pitchers last season. I wonder why they were so bad over the past couple years. I wonder why they struggled the past couple years. I mean, heck, we would love 76 wins this season. So I don't even count 2014. This move to me was a reaction to... Ticket sales was a reaction to the start. But again, yesterday, if you heard my rant on the Reds, or you might have heard it this morning, they can't hit the ball. They're, they were hitting two twenty six going into yesterday. They've, all right, I'm not looking, but I'll recite this to you. Like, Brian Price is, and clearly they had an issue with the pitching, right? The pitching was, was a bigger issue than anything, right? Then why have the Reds scored zero runs four times, one run three times, two runs twice? That math tells me half the time this season they've scored two runs or less. And the pitching's the issue? I just can't right now. I don't understand it. Because everyone's looking at who's going to be the next manager. Heck, I did it, at James Rapine on Twitter. And I did that, I put that out there, and I will get you those results. But the bottom line is, if I'm a manager with options, why would I take this job? Joe Girardi is probably the biggest name out there that I would have my sights on if on the Reds. And right now, over nearly 300, 300 of you have voted at James Rapine on Twitter. Joe Girardi leading slightly. 40% say he should be the next manager of the Reds. 39% say Larkin. John Farrell, Jim Riggleman, who Riggleman obviously the interim manager, 12%. And other say 9%. Or 9% say other. I said that backwards. But you get my point. Oh, my God. This is not how this morning was supposed to go. And yet it does. And I'm not celebrating because a man got fired today who I don't really think had a chance. And if I'm Joe Girardi, I look at that and I say, okay, Brian Price went there. The front office failed him. He had 82 different pitchers over four-plus years, never had a chance. They kept taking away and never giving him elite talent, never spending the money to get in the talent necessary to win. And he gets fired? Perception matters. Optics matter in my mind. And maybe I'm crazy. Maybe they still get Joe Girardi. or obviously, Honestly, I think they could still get Barry Larkin. So if that's your guy, I don't think that rules this out. Or he's ruled out. But if I'm Joe Girardi, I look at that and I say, I'm going to have options. Why would I go to Cincinnati when I don't know if that front office can get it done and complete the rebuild? I'm not convinced. And by the way, if they don't, I'm going to get fired. I'm going to... Have to find a new gig. Four plus years. Dick Williams. Related to to a partial owner of the Reds. You think I want to jump into that if I'm Joe Girardi? If I'm a guy with options? He has options. And if you're the Reds, you're going to hire who that doesn't have options? Larkin? Fine. You're hiring Larkin. There's a lot of question marks. He's never been a manager. We don't know if he's going to be good or not. Overall, how much impact does the manager have? Not a ton. That's why I'm frustrated with this decision. Because in my mind, Brian Price, we don't know if he's good or not, and I don't think he'll ever get another shot. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. Make sure you follow on Twitter, at Locked on Reds, at James Erpine. I will be writing about this move and uh, my thoughts on that tonight at LockedOnReds.com. So make sure you check that out as well. I can't wait to dive into this because this is going to be interesting now. I'm going to play devil's advocate. I'm going to go against Brian Price. I'm going to explain why Price is at fault here. We'll get to that next on the Locked on Reds podcast. Today wasn't supposed to go this way. I was in the gym with my my friend Ray this morning. I was getting in a good lift. I was getting ready for Cincy 360, thinking about some angles. Uh, Cincy 360 is a show I host on ESPN 1530 in Cincinnati noon to one every single day, noon to one Eastern time and thinking about angles, thinking about my frustration about how they just can't hit right now. And do we blame price for that? Because that's why the Reds are three and 15. They can't hit their pitching has been inconsistent, but overall it's their hitting, it's their hitting and it's their hitting. It's it's their hitting. It's their hitting. Here's how I, here's why I would fault price in this scenario. And I mean, he's going to be fine. He'll be a pitching coach somewhere. He's a, a really good. There's a reason he became manager. He's a pitching coach, really good one. I think he's an okay manager. Maybe he's a bad manager. I don't know. His record says he's bad, but I don't know. But here's where I fault Brian Price, and and this is the lesson that each and every single one of you. It's the lesson I can learn from this. It's the lesson we can all learn from uh, Price's decision, and take that with us throughout life and apply it to our own lives management matters bosses matter the quality of the job is just as important as the salary and what i mean by that is don't go don't go to a place because of money only don't take a new job because of the facilities don't take a new gig because it's a it comes with a new title. Ooh, I'm the manager of the office. Ooh, ooh, I'm the manager of the office. It sounds great, right? New cushy salary. Oh baby, got to wear a tie every day. You got that office with the nice view. What happens if the the president of the company sucks? <laughs> what happens if you don't have the the necessary tools to have success in that job? Then eventually you're going to get fired. And that's where Price is. Everyone could see it that there was a rebuild looming. Price took the gig knowing they were going to strip that roster down, knowing they were going to go through a rebuild, knowing that the front office and ownership really hadn't been through something like that before, knowing it was unproven. And I don't knock him for taking the job, but this is the risk when you take a job like that the unknown, the unproven. And if they don't get it done, if they don't get you the talent in time, well, They stuck with you, but now fans are out there saying, man, (laughs) price sucks. Look at the Reds. I got people who admittedly don't follow the Reds that I follow or follow me because of the Bengals and the draft and the podcast and all that stuff that's coming up. And they said, man, this seems like a good move. I don't even know. I don't even know uh, baseball. I don't even follow baseball. And they said that. I got a couple of those tweets and I understand it, but you see the PR side. The Reds keep Brian Price around for a long time. Casual fans like, yeah, got rid of the manager. He sucked. Whoa. I don't know if he sucked or not. And that's why I, it comes back to the front office for me. It's almost like Brian Price is the fall guy to something much larger, to a much larger problem. The rebuild isn't working, ladies and gentlemen. The rebuild has failed. And you might say, James, come on, Hunter Green, Nick Senzel, they have Jesse Winker. At... It's failed. It's failed because there's been no signs of this team getting to where I had hoped it would through 18 games. And you might say, well, that's Price's fault. Okay, fine. We'll see. But in my time, and not that I've been around a long time, hell, I'm 26 years old. But I've probably watched sports for 20 plus years. Seriously, probably, I would say remembered sports, followed them closely, read the paper, all that stuff since I was five or six years old. So two decades, usually when you fire a manager or in football or basketball, when you fire a coach, that "U-rah" speech that, oh, we're going to turn the philosophy around and bring it that thing that lasts for about two series that lasts for about two games in football that lasts for about a week in basketball. So Jim Riggleman might come in and new pitching coach might come in and say, we are going to change things. Things are going to be different here. We're going to be aggressive. We're going to be tough. We're going to hit the ball. And it might work. But that luster, that new management, that new coach, that stuff wears off. So, yeah, the Reds might win a couple games and you might say, well, this is the perfect time. The Reds have an off day. They can regroup and tomorrow, 18 games, 18 That's how long they gave Brian Price. Think about that. That would be like going into something. Like he had a year contract. They felt good about him, right? And I say that in quotes because clearly they didn't. Good about him a month ago. Three weeks ago. And because of a bad start, they move on. Think about that. And you might say, oh, no, James. Four years plus the bad start. No. Because they could have moved on this offseason. They could have done that. They could have tried to find their long-term answer this offseason, this past offseason. They didn't. And they weren't active in free agency to give Price a chance. This was inevitable. That, that's what today shows. This was inevitable. This was going to happen. They never believed in him. They didn't believe in him three weeks ago. Because if you believe in someone, let's say you, you think you're in love with a, a, a lady or if you're a lady, you're in love with a man or vice versa, whatever. You're in love, right? You're in love you have three weeks of hardship where you're arguing and fighting all the time. It just doesn't seem to be going well. You're going to break up after three weeks. Nothing dramatic happens. No cheating, nothing like that. You just, you hit a rough patch. You're going to get divorced. You're going to break up. You're going to move out three weeks. Now, if it lasts six months, sure. If it's, it's so bad and there's been buildup. Sure. To me, if you go into 2018 with price, regardless of how the first three weeks happen, regardless of what goes on, you can't move on. You batten down the hatches, stop listening to the naysayers, maybe hold a, a team meeting that doesn't have to get out, and you try to fix it to a certain extent. This team hasn't hit. They fired the pitching coach. Why? Why? I, yesterday's podcast, I talked about it. Homer Bailey, pitched well. Luis Castillo, pitched well. Sal Romano, respectable. Tyler Malley, respectable. All four starters kept them in it the past four games. They went one and three because they couldn't hit the ball. And you move on from the pitching coach, and you move on from the, the pitching coach, former pitching coach, who's now your manager because he was a really good pitching coach. It doesn't make sense to me. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. I will have so much more. I'll have guest reaction. I will... Probably get called crazy. I want to hear from you. This is where you come in. James Erpine at ESPN1530.com. I'm going to do a mailbag here. I want your reaction to the Reds firing Brian Price. At James Erpine on Twitter. At LockedOnReds. I appreciate you guys listening. This was an emergency podcast. Thank you so much for doing it. Until next time, we'll get some guests. We'll get some guys. We're gonna have a bunch of reaction to this thing, and I think I don't think my opinion's gonna be the popular one. It's just how I feel. It is. If you love her three weeks ago, or if you like her enough to go into uh, the season with her, living with her. I mean, that's what it is, right? The Reds were living with Brian Price. Then you don't move on after three weeks, and yet that's what the Reds have done. I'm James Rapine. Subscribe on Google Play, iTunes. Spotify, Stitcher, every podcast posted at LockedOnReds.com. And until next time, I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.